know that it is a, it's about the spirit of God. Senior, you know that everything in salvation, everything we do, be it faith, be it praise, be it worship. The Bible actually says we worship him in what? Truth and spirit. Why? Because God is spirit. He says God is spirit. Therefore, all that worship him must worship him in truth and spirit. That means God is spirit. Therefore, we pray. We pray what? what? In the we pray that Truth. in the spirit. We pray that. Yeah, I teach Sunday school in church. Today, yes, yeah, yeah. Today, Sunday school. We pray in the spirit. And I was wondering, and you know, praying in the spirit has has so many definitions. Therefore, believe that when they are not praying in tongues, they are not praying in the spirit. Therefore, believe that for you to pray in the spirit, you have to shake. You know, we all come from different churches. So we talk reality. Senior, some of us come from churches where we jump while praying. Some of us come from churches where you, you lie down or whatever. But you see, all that is uh, physical and all that. But as we continue our summer, we shall learn what it is to pray in the spirit. But before I go to that, I want to touch a subject that will be in my heart. And a while back, and I want to take a look of Psalms 51 verse 17. Psalms 51 verse 17. So, I decided that today, because prayer is a very issue, I'll read this the Bible. So, if you be disagree, go back to the verse I mentioned. <laughs> because I'll read the Bible. Psalms 117 says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh, God will not despise. No, no. It says, The sacrifices of God are what? A broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not disturb. You will not despise. God, I thank you for today. As we read your word, God, we pray that you shall speak to us through this word. God, we are ready to learn, oh God. Oh, give us give the assurances, give us the diligence to hear you, oh God. The keenness, the alertness, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I was thinking about when something is broken, that means it is incomplete. See, it means. If a pot is broken, that means it is, it is in need of a potter. See, potter now can make a pot. So it is in need to be made again. And just in layman's language, it also says a broken and contrite spirit you will not despise. When you say you are broken, that means you are in need of fixing. Senior, just thinking in layman's language. And I have realized, and every time I go before God, sometimes you go before God as, as what? You go before God. Full the way we are. We go before God with the accomplishments that we have. And earlier, I think it was last year, when God was convicting me of learning how to come before me with a broken heart. Not okay, heart break you are. I went to a heart break <laughs> And please, do not get into relationship before the Lord. Please <laughs> Yeah. It's for sure. It is a lot of pain. Anyway, that is a silence. We are still thinking more years later. <laughs> oh gosh, not much longer. But that's not the point. The point is being broken means you are complete before God. You are in need of something. You are in need of fixing. And you say being broken before God, that means you are in need of God. And the only way you can submit to God is if you realize you are in need of God. The only way you can actually connect to God is if you realize you are in need of God. You know, we sometimes become so self-sufficient as we grow in the spirit. 
We become too knowledgeable in the word of God that we cannot be vulnerable before God. And I was just telling my friend about the story of David. And again, the Lord reminds me of how this actually comes to towards 17 actually is one of the sons of David. And David was such a rich man in all his ways. And I was saying that David seemed more than Saul, actually. You know that? David seemed more than Saul. Saul, the one who had the evil spirit. I'm not serious. David was a murderer, was an adult, an adult, 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 he did all sorts of things, but still God gave to the man after his own heart. Because David had realized that I, am, I can never be complete before God. I am still in need of God. And my prayer to you today when I to talk on this subject of prayer, the most of the sacrifice God desires is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. He may not despise. And that's what we may be asking, how is it? How can I be broken? Because most of the time you think being broken is crying. See you? Yeah? And I know people who don't strike in as if it's a sin. Like, you know, first years you're like, I'm alone. When I have to give you prayer, that's I know you're serious with God. But I ask God, God, please show me how to be broken. Because let me tell you something. The things of the Spirit can only be understood and helped. You can only be helped by God. To understand the things of the spirit. So that is one thing that God made in my heart. I want us to just go on your own time. Read that Psalms 2170. Read about the story of David, about brokenness. That God shall help us to be able to learn how to come to Him, not just as perfect beings, but as men in need of God. Amen? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, how to pray effectively? The first thing is praying in the spirit. So if you have your notebooks, please, I will encourage us to write. We encourage you also. So when I see the writing, I will encourage. How to pray effectively? Number one, praying in the spirit. I want to read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. The Bible says, pray in the spirit in all occasions. See you? That means when you're praying for food, you pray? Yes. In the? Yes. When you're praying for generosity, you pray in the? Um, I want us to just start Romans 8 4 saying something. You can almost open Romans 8 4. The Bible says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. And for a long time, I was studying this issue of being led by the Spirit of God. What does it mean? What does it mean when the Bible says, it's bear, my spirit, the Spirit of God bear the witness with my spirit and all that? And the Bible says that for as many as are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Meaning that your mark as a son of God and your mark as a child of God is that you are led by the Spirit of God. Do you know that? That is what distinguishes your mom meaning. That when you actually see you and you see the distinction is that Sheila is led Sheila is led by the Spirit of God. Romans 8 from your Bible. What does it say? Somebody can read it was not much to me. Spoken of it was not just so. Romans 8, yes, Want to bring revelation or anything okay, but today I want us to do the word as it is. 
For as many as are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. That means a son of God, how do we know a son of God? They are what? They are led by the Spirit of God. Sawa sawa. A son of God, I'm actually talking about child of God. I take us back to John 1.12. What does the Lord say in John 1.12? Don't you forget your context as child of God, son of God. John 1.12 says, Oh, we have to see? Yes, Sheila. For as many as received him, he gave them the right to become children of God. I have actually talked about sons of God. So because you have believed him, because you have received him, you are rightfully a what? A child of God. But men cannot see the spirit of God through you. So how they actually able to know that you are a son of God is because you are what? You are led by who? The spirit of God. That is your distinction. You see, how to know that somebody serves the president is because they follow the instructions of the president. Senior, you will see they submit to the president. Everything the president says, they do without, without being. And you see how people like, I don't know how to talk about politics. Because I need to really judge some of us. But yes, it is the reality. Some, some people just do because they have personally submitted and are certain authority. How much more have you submitted under the Spirit of God? I know you're wondering how this relates to prayer, but we are coming there. That your mark as a son of God is that you're led by the Spirit of God. That means how you talk, it is not because of how you're feeling, but it's because, you're, because of how you are led by the Spirit of God. Ask yourself, as I am speaking, is it the Spirit of God who is speaking? Or as I am talking like this, as I am relating with this person, is the Spirit of God leading me to this place? Back to the subject of prayer. As I pray for this matter, is this what the Spirit of God wants me to pray about? You see, in simple layman's language, praying the Spirit is actually the Spirit of God praying in you. Senior, is this, is senior? Senior, I want to go much to all your Spirit, all that. But the Spirit of when you're talking about praying the Spirit, allow the Spirit of God to pray in you. The Bible says that we do not know how to pray. But what happens? The Spirit of God intercedes for us. Senior. So, when you realize your insufficiency, that God, I do not know how to pray, but I thank you that when I was born again, the Holy Spirit came upon me. So when I go into prayer, I am not struggling to look for words. And that is why we come and the Lord of the people very once. We keep on repeating the same thing. You have been repeating the same thing for over and over. When I think of the Lord, I'm not going to One hour, if you have somebody say they pray for eight hours, God for eight hours. But then we realize that it is not no longer I, but who? By the Spirit of God. Again, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God. I want us to really catch, catch that. Amen? Mm. Please don't sleep on me. I'm waiting for, I, I, I really don't need to sleep. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2.14 1 Corinthians 2.14 Pastor, you can't see what's in the Bible, say. Okay, you want to go to the Bible. Wait, I'm sorry, let me go back. Uh-huh. I think I wrote that scripture. I'm sorry, I get it. 
get it. It's not, it's not the one I'm looking for. Right? The Bible says that God is spirit, and anyone who worships him must worship him in truth and spirit, and must say that. So praying in the spirit is not just speaking in tongues. Sour, sour. Are we together? Yeah, I know we, many of us, we don't like touching on that subject. But it's a reality. Serious. It is a reality in the world. We don't talk about tongues, but we are not talking about that today. But it's not just speaking in tongues. This is allowing the Spirit of God in you to lead you in prayer. Not just being led by your emotions. Not just being led by circumstances. You know, there are times that we are like, you may be so weighed down with circumstances that God needs you to pray for the nation. That your family is lacking. I'm not I'm you are lacking in finances. And God needs you to pray for someone else. Anyone who has ever experienced that? And you feel as if I am, maybe your needs are, you know, you feel as if you are not focusing on all that. But be led of the Spirit of God. Bible says in Romans 8, 26, we can open that. Romans 8, 26. Romans 8, 26. Romans 8, 26. And the Bible says, In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, that we do not know what to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance to God's will. Amen? Amen? And the Bible says that he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints. That we do not know what to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot, cannot what? Cannot express. And again, that brings me back to the subject of brokenness. That it takes you to actually acknowledge that God, I am insufficient. I do not know the words. I do not know what to say. I do not know what to pray. It's not about your eloquence of words. You know, I like, when I was young, I used to, I have grown up in Pentecostal church. So I used to love standing next to a certain elder when he was praying. And he used to speak in tongues. I used to copy everything that he's saying, every single word in his prayer. Every single thing you and I will pray the same thing. Yeah, it's just for a very long time. I really desire. And I want I I, I knew I could not, I could not teach. I thought as if he was talking to God. I thought I could hear God. I used to feel like that. But then I realized that the same spirit of God that was in him was also in me. And thank God that we realized that. God helped us to realize that I when I was young. But anyway, I have learned that grace, you do not have the sufficiency for you to actually intercede. You do not have the grace to actually tarry for long. It is only by the Spirit of God. And that's when I when we go before God. We do not go before God in all our minds, but we go before God and say, God have mercy on me. I am your servant. Give me a word you need me to pray about. I know my family is in shadows, but God, I am your servant. If you want me to pray for the nation, I shall intercede for the nation. It calls for a heart that is submitted to God. For you to know that prayer is not just about you. Prayer is not just about your family. Prayer is not just about your education. Prayer is about the Spirit of God making intercession. See, you know what I'm saying? That we want more what to pray for, but what happens? It says that we, in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, we do not know what we ought to pray for, 
but the spirit itself intercedes for us to grow that words the Lord express. There's a future that I, 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 I forget it from, but it's about where the spirit of God touches the mind of God, that he alone knows the mind of God. Senior, I want us to take us where the Bible says that we have not because we ask, ask not also because we ask in a miss. You are supposed you are you are praying, yes, you are asking, but you are not asking according to God's will. Serious. But the Bible says that you see, you do not know what we ought to pray for. But when you begin to learn and tell God, Spirit of God take over. Spirit of God take over. I don't want to be so complex. I want us to this is not part of the one. I I, I I want us not to complicate prayer so much. Because I realize we have really complicated prayer a lot. And every time jargons are added. And people who pray even louder than us, people who do all sorts of things in prayer. But I've learned that the only person, the only way you can learn how to pray, one, is something that the manifest head was in you last, the last three days, that the school of prayer is prayer. Everybody remember that, it's not about prayer. Say the school of prayer is prayer. And also another thing is telling the Spirit of God, teach me how to pray. I do not know how to pray. I do not know the words to say. Oh, indeed, my time. What should I say? Where should I pray? Which scripture should I use? Are we together? Are we together? Yes. yes. If, if you disagree, say amen. If you agree, it is what it is. We are not from them. The point is, I want us to, I think, test everything with the word of God. So, if it does not align with the word of God, we need it. Okay? If you don't like the word of God, we run with it. Okay? Sour, sour. And, um, yes. So I thought I would pray in the spirit. I won't, I won't speak much for that. But again, that is my, is, is my prayer to you. That even as we pray tonight, you should not just pray. You know, we have memorized prayers. Senor, Amma, we have not, I have memorized certain prayers. It's a prayer I don't believe I am like my Lord. It's a prayer I know I shall still say. But when I realize that, you know what? Great prayer is not about you. Oh God, when I go before God, the first thing is say, God, would you take over? Take over my time, oh God, will you take over, oh God? Lead me to what I need to pray for. Teach my heart to submit to you. Teach my heart to be vulnerable before you. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Teach my heart to be vulnerable before you, oh God. Teach my heart to be open before you, oh God. That I shall be able actually to receive from you what you desire for me to receive. You know, I learned that sometimes, and you are talking this in Sunday school, we normally go to God with already fixed answers. Unajua whatever, unajua if you are not answer, you already know where you are going to go. Senior, an example, when you are praying for finances, you already know if God is not going to answer or when I try with a copper. I'm like, you don't have people like, I'm going to drop on a money. That's an example. But most of the time, we actually ask God things with answers in our heads. We are going just for the commodity. See you? We are not going to say God did not answer. So I thought this was also an answer. He made a way. He increased my own limits. He, he brought a friend along. He, you know, we sometimes tend to get God into mixes and it's not him. We sometimes tend to beat ourselves and we actually blame the spirit of God. An example again, when we are when we talk about even relationships. When we talk about relationships, I mean friendships, uh, marriage, all that. 
your heart you're convinced this is the one. But the Lord is telling him, but you, you know something can be louder than God. Even Jesus said, Then I feel in my spirit. I can feel in my spirit. And then he went up to the beach and he said, God made me go there so that I can learn a lesson. And then I asked, I asked me how unfair is God. Because if God, God actually, you know, I wonder if, if um, you see the whole thing that you shall uh, walk through fire and you shall not burn you or whatever. And uh, I believe the reason why you shall walk through fire and shall not burn you is because God is there with you. Sour, sour. So just thinking in name and singing, if you walk through a fire where God is not there with you, you take yourself to, you say, God, any fire, I, I shall go. God, I shall go to Pakistan and I shall go the way I am. I shall go with my children to relax and preach the gospel. Do you think you shall come out to hold? Do you think that's what God is feeding you? I sometimes think that we need to learn how to understand that the Spirit of God doesn't always lead us where we want to go. The Spirit of God doesn't always lead us to pray for what we want to pray for. The Spirit of God doesn't always align to our way. But I've learned again that the more you go to fellowship with the Spirit of God, the more your will is aligned to His way. Senior, how about that? The more you spend time with someone, the more you start thinking like them. Senior, when a person is in front of time with your with your friends or with your parents. You find that you think the same things. You have the same solutions to the problems. Why? You have spent so much time with them that you know, what you are science, they don't know what's happening. But that's even the same thing that happens with God. The more you spend time praying in the street of God, stay there. I know, I know it is hard to pray all hours. Oh, it is hard. The Bible says in Mark, when, when you are when what when what happened? When Jesus met the disciples, warmer, came up in the day of Gethsemane. I can read the disciples. When the disciples reach out the Holy Spirit, do you know that? Uh-huh. I think it was hard, but they had Jesus. But Jesus comes. Jesus goes. He comes back. We are asleep. You know. He, and he tells them, watch. And he tells them to watch. The spirit is waiting, but then, but the flesh is weak. Like, okay, you know some of us are not for eight hours. <laughs> but normally you will get tired. And I tell you, pray for eight hours. You are not seeing this God one. See, one, you are not praying what you want. You are saying, I am being led by the Spirit of God. So God will give you to just sing one song. And you are tired. And there's a movie, there's a series you have not watched. You want to sleep. You know, naturally you are a human being. But again, praying the Spirit or living the Spirit, you fight to go against your flesh. That means it's very hard sometimes physically. It's very hard sometimes physically to come in a prayer pressure. And if they're sleeping, bless you. Please, if you're sleeping, please, maybe it's them. Hit them in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I say hit them in the name of Jesus. Then stand up. No, we don't hit them. Let's stop them. But the point is, it, is, it may even hurt your flesh. But you see, the Bible says, one of the things I am comforted, the Lord says that He has given us the Spirit of God. Senior, that will enable you to do all these things that I have commanded you. So you are not doing this thing on your own. Stop trying to do prayer on your own. Stop trying to, 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 to accomplish or to have these gifts on your own. That's where we go wrong. When we try to actually, it is not about me. I have, I have, I have fasted. I have worked. What do we do as Christians? Uh, some of us remove. I don't know, see, see, I have 
have been moved. I have what? I have what else to live in. I have shaved my life. People do all sorts of things. I have gone to the mountain for 40 days. You know, it is not about you. It is about your submission to the Spirit of God. Where it is no longer grace living. You know, I don't even understand that. Whether you go into prayer, it is not just about my family walls. It's about the Spirit of God taking over. Amen? You say, Amen. Amen.
Uh, 
Peter 1, verse 19 to 21. You can speak, you can read on your, on your own time. But the, the summary of all this is that the most sure word of prophecy is the word of God. Do we know that? Do we know that? The most sure word of prophecy is, that? is the word of God. That's the key. I've, I've seen this quote going around and if you want God to, if you want to hear God speak, you open your, your Bible. Of course, that's not the only way God speaks, but that's the primary way God speaks. And when he speaks, God speaks his will. So, so, so I was telling, I was, I was actually telling someone today, and I was saying, if you actually want to know God's will for your life, before you go to a prophet, before you even pray, read the word of God. Single, what give one thing that God has towards you? What is one thing that God desires for you as his child? Just one, you are in your What does the Bible say? Any any promise that you know in the Bible? Boy. Your royal priesthood. Uh -huh. A holy nation. God's special possession. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There is that. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. What does the Lord say, for example, about about him? What does the Lord say? By his right, you are his. See him. So what is his will for you towards hell? I'm sorry if I may be radical for some of you and all that. But I am convinced that everything that God desires for you, if not 90% of it, if not 190% of it is in the word of God. So when you are struggling to know the will of God over your life, go back to the word of God. And as you pray the spirit, the good thing that the spirit of God leads you to where to be strong. Anybody realize that? If you have been praying the spirit, the Lord will lead you to scriptures. He will remind you of scriptures to pray with. And the good thing about the word of God, say I pray to your neighbor and your sister. The Bible says that the Lord has exalted his word above his The Lord has exalted his word above his name. That the Lord is not a man, that he watches over his word to what? To perform it. See the Bible. The Lord watches over his word. To perform it. Sour, sour. That means that the best way to go in prayer is to declare the word of God. But again, pray in the spirit first. And as you pray in the spirit, the Lord gives you to what scriptures to pray. Otherwise, you pray scriptures that say, are not relevant to actually what God wants you to pray about. It is very true. Senior. Yes. Senior. Yes. So the point is, as you pray the word, I am so encouraged by this. Now I know about the go of the word of God. And this word is sure. This word is what? It is sure. It has been tested. And God has said, I have actually exalted it above my name. That is what I have spoken. I am faithful enough to actually fulfill it. If God says that I will bless you, what was it in Deuteronomy 28? The blessings of obedience. I will bless you in the city and in the countryside. That means I am not, you are not worthy. Where God will place you in your attachments, where God will place you in your career. Because you know you have been obedient to God. That is wherever He will place you, He will bless you. That is what the Bible says. He says again in Deuteronomy. He says again that you shall be a lender to what? To nations. Disobedient, those who are 
portion of scripture for that. Yeah, no, in the Bible gives us to everyone. That's the first thing. But the point is, when you know that you actually say that God I thank you, you're giving the grace to obey you. And you say that I shall, well, when you are broke, you, you declare again. You know, I am a borrower, I learned that situations. And I'm borrower from none. Amen? But that is the word of God. The most sure word of God. Now before we go consulting men, because it is true, God speaks to men. I am not disputing that. And God speaks to other ways. But the most sure way he speaks, it is through his word. That even when your hearing is obstructed by your feelings, by circumstances, you have a sure word. Then you can go up the word of God and actually say, God, I thank you. So you say in your word, then you walk. Then because I accept, when guilt comes, because I know, especially to us as believers, when guilt comes, you tell, tell God, God, I thank you. For so you say that as far as the east is from that, when that's how far you have separated me from my sins, the heavens from the earth, that's how far my sins cannot flee me. I also refuse to see them. You forgot my sins. I thank you. Senor, you think what the word says. That when you learn to pray on the word of God, the Bible is a thing that says, about standing on the promises of God. Yes. Standing on the promises of God. And I mentioned about standing on the word of God. That it is sure. It is a solid rock. It does not change. No man is coming to change it any time. It is not hallelujah in your hallelujah. Yes. Say hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Thank God you have both eyes of the spirit and of the flesh. <laughs> if you are speaking in <laughs> Hallelujah. It is coming with a lot of joy in us. So we see we love it is the Lord. Amen. We do everything in the spirit. We laugh in the spirit. We, we talk in the spirit. Amen. But the point is, pray the word of God. And another thing again, as you pray, there is nothing. You know, you can pray and pray, you have no faith. But I've realized again, there's no you can pray the word over and over again and still lack in faith. Do you know that? Do you know that? If you want to believe something, if you want to believe that, for example. If you want to believe, for example, the two of of America, Trump, was a bad person, just listen to clips of Keith saying that bad thing. Of course, I think people make him bad son, but look at the clips where people make him bad. Listen to them over and over again. You will be convinced that he's evil. If you want to be convinced that America is an evil country, watch all the evil clips that have been about America. How the homosexuality is open, how the worship is open. Watch and you will be convinced that the devil was in America. You will be convinced. For me, my name is I don't know if you're taking anywhere. Don't take me there. Because, but anyway, the point is, your faith, you know what you're saying? If you think your mind is stupidity, your faith will grow in stupidity. It is, it's a faith is actually belief. Trust out. But so the more you read the word of God, the more your faith is built up in God. Trust out. Because the word of God, actually, the main thing it talks about is God. The word of God is about. God. Hallelujah. Tell the neighbor the word of God is about God. The word of God is about God. That means the more I read about the word of God, the more I get to understand the nature of God. Sour, sour. And the more I get to understand the nature of God, the more my belief is found in his nature. That means, I will tell you someone again, that when things go haywire, when I can get Kenya, when I can get Kenya, you know, you know, Anyways, whether people in Kenya are not doing well, and whether the president is doing what, 
God and I'm still convinced that God is a good God because I have seen too much of his goodness in his word that I am convinced whether he provides for me or not I am convinced that this God still owns a title of a thousand years he owns all silver and gold why? because I have put my faith by reading this word over and over again and it is not one that he has defended his word oh when I am sick Or because you are told, that's it. 
Do you actually know why we don't do this? Do you actually don't know why we don't listen to this kind of music? Can you listen to it? Because it takes a personal for me. Actually, I was telling you, actually, I was telling you. Build up your beliefs. Not God for yourself. No God for yourself. Don't know the God of your parents. No, you know your own God. Study this God. Go to the one and say, this God is a God of excellence. You don't have one excellence. Go to Daniel. Look at how he displayed excellence in the life of Daniel. Where are we going to work in the Bible? But I also 
what's the peace. There's something, there's something called the peace of God. It is not a peace like any other. If something is aligned to the will of God, God gives you peace in your heart. This peace is not calmness. It is not, I don't know, this, this it's an unexplainable peace that you will know. You know you know when you are going the wrong way. And you know when you are praying and actually you sit down and actually say, this is where God wants you to go. So, so the will of God, yes, it's the word of God, but also for you know the will of God, there is one thing the will of God comes with, it is peace. Whether it's against your will or not, you have peace. When God says it, I'm very sure when I can ask that Moshe can get the ball of going to the fire, they are not rejoicing. Maybe you may think they were going to the fire while jumping. You know, that's what they say, they know whether God was going to save them. They say, and you may think that God saved us, that means in all probability. They knew God was a good God. But as they were there in the fire, they knew if, and I forgot what to say, but you still brought me to the Lord's mind. But there is something in the heart, there was peace in their heart. And they knew that whatever happens, oh, we still have this God. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Say, I find it very fast, and I think that's exactly. Just let it be a It is good, sleeping. It is not a. It is not what? It is not a. Just before I come. Yes, as I'm coming in, pass it on. Pass it on one. Four fourteen. Pass it on four fourteen. What does pass it on four fourteen say? The Bible says, just a minute. No, it is not focused. Yeah, it is for 5, 514. This is a confidence. Somebody can read for us from this side. From this side. Who can you know? Pass from 514 to what? To 15. I need, I need to be completed. Pass from 514 to 15. Yes, who can you? Pass John 514 to 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. We ask anything according to his way to hear that. If we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. Amen. Amen. Thank you. That's the word of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so that is just, I will not say that, but I love the Father. See, this is the confidence that we have in approaching God. Which, anyways, that's not, I will not continue on that. But just something this want to touch on faith again before we conclude. I feel like yeah. I only done two parts of the objective, but it is well. Amen? Amen. The Bible says, I was thinking about you know the man, the people man at the beautiful gate, you know him? What happened? He went to borrow money from James and Peter. Peter and John. See you. I may not know what better. That's what happened. I can do not sit by God. But what we have we shall give. And you rise up, eh? What happened? What happened? Okay, let's not be the same as But, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, for the book of Acts, 
where you got you. So the point is, allow God. As after you pray, faith is allowing God to be God. Don't try to be God for you. Okay? Sasa? Amen. And as we're concluding, um, uh, there are so many important, eh, important, important, important of prayer. There is what is called communion with God. And I think I will stop about communion with God. And I think because if I continue, I will continue for now. And I've learned that one of the things I enjoy in God is that He's not just my Father. He's not just my He's not just my God. He's also my friend. Have you ever had a friend who is you want to spend time with them? Why? And not give it to But I love you, you know, The point is, when you have a good friend, you want to spend time with them a lot of time. You refresh your soul. Senior. So I have, when you go before God, there is the aspect of you actually just to meet with him. Not just as your father, but as your friend. When you're going before him and telling him, God, this is what I am. You are laying out your nakedness before him. You are crying out before him. You are talking to him as your friend. You don't even know all the temptations you are facing. He is your confidant. The same as you enjoy spending time with your friend, that's, that's the same as you enjoy spending time with God. It becomes easier when you don't overthink it. Just go before God and say, God, I love you. Oh, God, I love you. Ah, who am I that you are mindful of me? I know I think about the masses of God and I'm overwhelmed. I know I say, if you are not for Jesus, I'll be someone with five kids, maybe. Or I don't know, I'm going to be dead, by the way. I know if you have five kids or I'll be dead. God knows. God knows. God. This is the religion God gave me a lot of I would have had five kids somewhere with my aunt's mortgage and my son. I would be somewhere. Somewhere. Maybe I am. But because Jesus loved me. Oh, but because of his masses. When I was about to fall, he picked me out. And the thing I thought is if he was too rough, who made he was picking me out of the fire? Oh, when you realize this, you don't want to leave. You are never, you will not laugh once. And when you laugh once, you just think. There's a song that says, um, how can I describe a God that is indescribable? How can I explain a God that is unexplainable? I'm at a loss for words. And my heart says, oh, 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 oh. It's a different but it's a big, it's, it's a, it's saying that sometimes you don't need the appropriate words. Just think of this God. Every dimension of Him, of Him as your father, as your friend, as your teacher, He has to be too faithful. That when I'm going to pray, I'm not just going to present my request to Him, but I'm going to spend time with the lover of my life. The song that says, Jesus, lover of my soul. Ah, some of you talk to your boyfriend, your future boyfriend. Five hours before the time I met up someone for six hours. And I, and I never spent time with that for, for six hours and I was ashamed. Because how can you say I was ashamed for six hours? Oh God, seriously. One on one. But with God, that's me. You know one of the things I've realized is the song I'm saying when I'm finishing. They say, may you restore to us the days that our fellowship was not time bound but spirit bound. Thank you. 
God's help. But I've learned that I will not spend time with God. It may be a short time, it may be a long time. But I want my Father. Oh God, I want to spend, even God has a gift. God, I want to spend time in your presence. I want that to be your prayer today. I want you to ask God why, to teach you how to be broken before Him, teach you how to be vulnerable before Him. I also want you to ask God. To give you. Ask the Spirit of God to take over your prayer and all that you do. Oh, give me the God, give me a desire. 